Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre oh, hey, Podcast.、Mark. My name is Mark. I am joined by Miles, who just said God knows what. Hi, Mark. Okay, that's, that's appropriate. As previously stated, my name is Mark. And Miles and I are also joined by Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Hi. And the three of us,、uh, New Jersey nerds, are going to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, specifically the TV anime. Even more specifically, this week it is episode 27 of Stone Ocean called Sky High, or if we want to pretend we don't know any better, Sky Guy.、Uh, oh, so it is Sky High. It is Sky High.、Mm. Yeah. What's the, what's the song? Does Miles know it? Or were you singing something else? I was singing that.、Uh, I gotta testify. Come over the hood looking extra fly. Oh. Yeah. Gotta touch the sky. Touch the sky. There、Kanye、you go. West. Yeah, no, it's, it's Sky High is a song by a British band called Jigsaw. They seem kind of like a one hit wonder.、Um, and I've never heard of them. I didn't listen to the song either. I'm sure it's fine.、Um, they have some progressive stuff, progressive rock stuff. So that sounds like it's right up Araki's alley. Um, anyway, before we talk about Sky Guy or Sky High or Jigsaw, would you like to play a game? We need to first check in with our Sky Guys and gals and NBs. I need, we need to check in with our people. And to do that,、Yay. we go to gmail.com and we log in with a little name, Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com, because that's where you can email us. I will not tell、Don't、you. Forget to tell them the password. I will not tell them the password. They cannot know. This email is from Zhuao. I looked it up. That's how you say it. Okay. I was like, I don't know how to say Brazilian things. Zhuao. I thought it was Zhuao. Portuguese, Portuguese things.、Uh, Miles, I looked it up in a Zhuao. Zhuao. I think it's Zhuao. I think it's pronounced Shamwao. Okay. Anyway, Zhuao, who we thoroughly insulted, writes the following Hello, JoJo's、Sorry. Bizarre Pod, longtime listener, first time caller. Finally caught up to the pod and can now send in my contributions for Correspondence Corner. Remember when we called it that? Started listening to you guys when my master started around September. And I've been listening to one of your podcasts every day on my way to and from classes. Whoa. It's crazy that these episodes cover a span of almost six years in your lives. Oh, God. And now that I reached your most recent episode, all of you guys are parents. Congrats to Jackie and Mark for、Yay. having their own invisible baby. We see her.、Uh, even bigger, congrats to Miles. Even bigger for keeping the pod yes, going. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and for having to find things to talk about other than JoJo's.、Uh, this week's episode, Sky Guy, has the second of Dio's sons showing up, Rikiel. I'm not sure what his name is meant to reference. I'll tell you. Whether it's biblical or a designer, it's the designer.、Uh, Rikiel is my second favorite of Dio's sons, with the one yet to appear being my favorite. That makes sense. The other one, probably not anybody's favorite. The stand is based on a popular cryptid from the early 2000s called a rod or skyfish. This is one of Araki's strangest stands. I know Bohemian Rhapsody just happened. It's the only one I can think of based on a cryptid and one that was debunked shortly after the Part 6 manga ended. It's like if Araki made a character that had Bigfoot for a stand or the Loch Ness Monster.、Uh, there's so much potential for even wackier nonsense stands in the future, thanks to Sky High. I was a little disappointed that the Sky Guy episode barely takes place in the sky. Uh, and yeah, as we know,、uh, stands can stop people traveling anywhere, especially in the air. They just can't stop people on foot.、Uh, Joao thought this was、uh, probably a little bit better than the last arc and likes that Rikiel's character gets depth and development and is a bit of a sympathetic character. Jolene setting herself on fire was kind of dumb. Rikiel was very dumb to set himself on fire. But it was one of the more entertaining fight endings with that Mexican standoff they had. Emporio peeing blood felt unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> And the reveal at the end is a great moment that sets up the next batch of episodes. Solid ep. I've got two questions for you guys. Feel free to not answer the first one since it's not related to part six, but I thought I'd ask it anyway. So, guys, I read this ahead of time、mm -hmm. to see if I could jog my memory, and I can't, but we're going to do it anyway. Okay. This is about part five. Right around when Buccellati 
delivers Trish to the boss and then betrays the boss, my question is, why did the boss steal Trish from Bucciolati at all during the elevator scene? The boss could just wait until Bucciolati leaves the island to kill her. The guy is literally turning her over to him. There's no need to steal her away midway through the elevator ride. And so, if it's so Bucciolati doesn't figure out his identity, then why send orders like that in the first place? Just make the orders for Bucciolati to drop Trish off at the island and go away, and once he leaves, kill her. What do you guys think? Now for a more related question, what is your favorite localized stand name for this part so far? My favorite is Mary Lynn Man... Oh no, favorite is Limp Viscuit with Mary Lynn Manson, a close runner-up. That's all for me. Thanks for doing the podcast and Correspondence Corner. I think it's a lot of fun. Your number one and maybe only fan from Portugal or Portugal, João. Since you asked, I've attached some pictures of the sexiest ginger man I could find. Admittedly, it's not many. PPS, I am still horny. First picture is a, a very ripped and jacked carrot top with his shorts running very low. Too low. Too low. Uh, and the second is Conan O'Brien wearing jeggings. Okay. Who I does that? I think I would still go with Conan just because... Oh, were we supposed to pick one? <laughs> I mean, I'm just picking one. I don't know. I mean, Carrot Top looks ripped, but that face has not been human for a while. <laughs> I don't know what's up. So again, that was an email sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. We should wait, answer... Wait, we didn't answer his question. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got okay. confused, but that was, you can't deny that that was an email sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod. <laughs> it was an email. You've got me there. You've um, got me there. I spent one whole day in Portugal. That's true. Where were you, Lisbon? Yeah, I was in Lisbon. Which, if you didn't know, that's the capital of Portugal. I spent a week there. Nice. Oh, that's right. What the hell? I loved it. What were you doing there? I love On vacation. Did you go with your family or did you go with. That's right. Like the the not the current family that I have, like my parents and my brother and sister. Oh, okay, right, right, right. That's cool. How did you? How how was uh? I mean, this writer's English is like immaculate. How did you? How did you get along there? Did they speak English? Just fine. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I I loved Portugal. Like I would live there right now. Were you were you in Lisbon as well? That's right. It's crazy that they have such a dinky part, no offense, of the Iberian Peninsula, but they also managed to, like, found, well, found, they managed to colonize Brazil and, like, parts of Africa and stuff, you know? Yeah. That's so weird. Like, Spain is, like, humongous, jumbo. Like, why hasn't Andorra ever done anything, huh? I think Andorra should just be like, yeah, we made, I don't know, Suriname. Just take part of Latin America. Just do it. I don't condone any of this. Mark, pro-colonization. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> no, not like real colonization. Like You should just, just get a certificate. You know what I mean? Get just a like, seat at the just UN. Like plant your flag on the moon and yeah, say, this is mine. Exactly. So the question is, why did the boss of part five reveal his plan? None of us know. I guess, and kidnap Trish in front of Bucciolati? It's been a while. I don't remember. We don't remember. We're sort of like we're under the effects of Jailhouse Lock in that if we watch another anime, we don't remember. Every three episodes every three episodes of the anime we forget what happened previously. That's right. Yeah. I just don't remember, but it feels like it was I don't know, maybe he just couldn't help himself. He just wanted to be like, ha, I'm a villain. I didn't even watch it when we were potting about what? it. What? You did so good. You I, I'm pretty sure we watched some with you. Am I wrong about this? I was. My eyes were closed. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I have I have trouble staying awake. Yeah, me too. Um. Anyway, so yeah, sorry we don't really have too many thoughts on that. I should have looked up the manga panels, but uh, I only spotted this part of your email recently. So I would rewatch that arc for this podcast. What? <laughs> just like knowing how it ends, and then we can have like kind of the spoiler version of the. You know what I mean? We just watched the and then King Crimson, Eps. and then we see if we can we can explain how. King I can do works. it. I know how it works. It's so okay, simple. Uh, write in if you know how King Crimson works. No, I think I, I think at one point I could, but I think it was there's like maybe one episode of this entire podcast where I was like, oh, I get it, and then the next episode yeah. I forgot. <laughs> if you don't use it, you lose it. Everyone says that about King Crimson. Yeah. By the way, this episode features the second stand that has a second head on its head. The other one being King Crimson. Second head on it. Did you notice head. that? It's they, no. they barely show the stand in this I did episode. Not anyway, 
They did. As for the other question, your favorite localized stand name, if you guys want a list, I'll read you the list. Okay. I'm not going to tell you the original names. Just going to tell you the Netflix names. We got Stone Ocean, Smack, Weather Forecast, GG Dolls, or Cry Cry Dolls in the dub, I think. Downtown Transfer, Pale Snake, Freeway Through Hell, Mary Lynn Manson, Jumpin' Jack Spark, Limp Viscuit, Burn the House Down, Diver Drive, Starlight Waves, Drake's Dream, Yayama, Green 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 Home, Bohemian Ecstatic, and Sky Guy. That's what we have so far. I think I like Sky Guy. <laughs> it just green, sounds silly. green, green home. Wait, which one was green, green home? It's supposed to be the green, green grass of home, but uh, Netflix called it green, green, green home. I like Cry Cry Dolls as well. If that's a real I one, I think that's pretty good. Cry Cry Dolls is pretty dumb. I I like Starlight Waves. I just think it sounds cool. For my dumb, my dumb one, it's green, green, green home. If I had to pick my favorite, <laughs> green, green, one. green. It's just a greenhouse. Just what are they do? Netflix, if you need someone to just do better stand names, you could pay me a dollar per stand name. Who's going to like, who, are they really going to come after Netflix for just saying the I names mean, of these recorded works? If you were going to come after someone, it would be, you know, somebody with money, you know, that might not come after sure. just a comic book artist overseas. But if Netflix wants to be like, yeah, Goo Goo Dolls, I might be like, I'm the Goo Goo Dolls. As we all know, though, the Goo Goo Dolls, of course, only say Goo Goo. Mm-hmm. Goo Goo Gaga. Yeah, you remember that song that's like, and I Goo Goo Gaga Gaga Goo Goo. Yeah, I do. Okay, good. Yeah, like Black Balloon in in Netflix JoJo World would be called like Black Black. Stupid. Stupid. Cry Cry Dolls is better than GG Dolls for sure. I think that might be true. Even though it's terrible, it's still more entertaining than just going, oh, FF from Foo Fighters, GG from Goo Goo. Yeah. We got Foo Foo, Goo Goo, and Mew Mew, if you think about it. Mm. All in part six. True. Anyway. Weather report to weather forecast is pretty cool. Yeah. It's not bad. It's like weather forecast does not roll off the tongue nearly as well, but it's it's not, you know, it's a good it's a good sub. It's like a tuna melt, a good sub. A, yeah. A, a good hokey. Yeah, a real good grinder. Moving on. Uh before we get into the episode, one last thing. I'm sorry. Uh is that we have a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash JJB pod, like any podcast, you can support us. But we're special because we have a minimum of $1 a month. That's it. That's all you need to give us to get access to the Patreon feed, which has Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter, explains all the stuff that we reference that JoJo did not each week. Uh, I will occasionally upload stuff that was cut from the pod, perhaps now onward mostly being about parenting. (laughs) Sorry, but we all have babies. Um, For $3 a month, you get access to the Patreon feed, uh, and we also thank you out loud on the podcast recording like this. So thank you so much to Chad, Camilla, Tyler, Tim, Austin, Jeffrey. <laughs> Do you read that? That whole name is Jeffrey Bezos. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Jeff, you could probably give us a little bit more money. I heard you have some, but anyway, Bloof. Katie. Jumbo. Lord Zendar. Kassoon. Soliloquy. Madison. Dalton. Daniel. I love Jojo. (laughs) Brian. Blu-ray. Matt. Shoon. And Clit Rocket. (laughs) Thanks very much, all of you, including those of you who are Taking advantage of the Patreon alias feature. Those of you with silly names. That's what you pay for, baby. Pretty much any of you can do it. It'll also make it sound like we have more uh, patrons if you do that. So it's different names each week. Yeah, Ah. it's like putting a little bit of extra money into the hat so more people give. Yeah, but all the hat is Monopoly money. Yeah, and it's it's just dicks. What? (laughs) What? There's dicks drawn all, all over the money. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's get into the episode now, finally. That's what you're all here for. That's what you really want. 
So this is, as I put on Do Not Disturb, episode 27 of Stone Ocean that we're calling Sky Guy, but really it's Sky High. Oh, you know what, though? Actually, just a little bit of JoJo news. We're into JoJo topic. Okay. We're into JoJo territory, at least. Okay. But I was going to the JoJo wiki. I noticed the news section. First of all, the new JoJo fighting game, you know, All-Star Battle R, it's it's on Xbox Game Pass now, so you can play it for very cheap. It's like five bucks a month or something. So you could play but it on- Only on Xbox? on Or, or PC. They usually do cross-platform. Uh, cross oh. So okay, I'm like, going to get it. Maybe. You should. It's like, yeah, a few bucks. You could just do it for one month. You try out All-Star Battle. They're adding Stroheim. So if I run into you online and you're using Stroheim, I'm going to have- Serious doubts about your politics? Where were you on January 6th, Strohan? <laughs> just just want to ask some questions. Araki announced the premise for JoJo Part 9, which oh. is as follows. Oh, Jackie, boy. you can read, read the part that's indented there. Okay. This is a story of a boy. <laughs> no. <laughs> In the subtropical islands, who goes on to become extremely rich? Yes. What's what are the subtropical islands? Um, basically, they're the zones like north or south of the tropics. Where are the tropics? So, the tropics are. Um, I mean, they're like tropical islands. So, I think the Philippines are all in the tropics. Hawaii is almost entirely all in the tropics. The tropics are all near the equator, basically. Right? Yes, that's right. That's right. They're the hottest parts of the earth. And so the like, tropics are sexiest parts so like, of the earth. Also like the the like the Bahamas and Jamaica, yes. Cuba, Puerto Rico, those are also Yes, tropics? I should have mentioned Cuba is tropical, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but then like the so like parts of Florida even are subtropics, I believe. Okay. But when you look up subtropical islands, there's a list of them. There is Chad pointed out on Twitter. Are they like the ones near Australia or whatever subtropical? Papua New Guinea is subtropical, I believe, uh, which is close down there. Uh, Canary Islands. Oh, Count there. Uh, Speaking of Chad, the African country of Chad is subtropical. Not an island, though, I should say. Sao Tome. uh, Chad is not an island. No man is an island. Mm. You know? Mm. (laughs) Is the Philippines tropical? Let's see. Yes, it is. Yeah, no doubt. Sri Lanka could be from Sri Lanka. Is Japan tropical? Japan has a lot of subtropical areas. Mm. So this could just be a boy from Japan, <laughs> which is the weirdest, most roundabout way to say <laughs> a guy from my country got rich. Beco- becomes extremely rich. So that's what it's about. Okay. Most of North Carolina has a humid subtropical climate. There you go. You can okay. see if there's any islands out there, man. Go swimming. So, South Carolina, not North north oh you did say north okay yeah um haiti subtropical really part of jamaica haiti's not oh, tropical only part of it i guess kenskoff oh, okay but i don't know wikipedia you know they, they give you all the info you don't necessarily need it uh guernsey apparently and jersey from the uk shout outs to old jersey <laughs> old jersey parts of greece like he could north be- bergen is older part of New Jersey? No. Are you, is this some kind of weird joke about the age of the state? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, I think... Is that true? What was, what's the first part of New Jersey that was settled? Um, Probably the parts closer to New York and Pennsylvania. I guess that makes sense then. Yeah. Morristown and Hackensack are definitely pretty old. Okay. Well, this is boring. Trenton. Well, they were all... Like, this area was all, all inhabited already by... Like Native Americans, right? That's true. The Lenape people. Oh, but they don't count, right? <laughs> they don't count. We don't count them. We just count the when the colonists when the came white and, people showed and up, gave them gave yeah. the places names. Uh, but yeah, and also we know that Araki loves Italy. He's already done a part in Italy, but there's a bunch of Italy and Greece uh, that could be considered subtropical. Not could be. It is. God damn it. Uh, and yeah, parts of Australia and New Zealand. New Zealand, but only if you use the Triwartha climate classification. Anyway, moving on. Hmm. Why am I looking at my fucking phone when I have Google Docs on my computer? Okay, we get it. We get it. So far, I'm not very interested in that story. He doesn't really sell it to me. Uh, I looked up his other... He just like, becomes extremely rich. His other summaries of JoJo are all also very boring, and they don't really tell you anything. It's just, this one's probably like 
a girl goes to jail. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like part part eight was like a mystery will be solved or something. I don't know. It was something <laughs> like that. And you're like, you didn't you didn't think of any of this ahead of time, did you? <laughs> Koichi goes to Italy. It's like someone asks you to sum up Pride and Prejudice, and you're like, people are in love. I yeah. think. Sum up this podcast. Some three people watch anime. Three people talking to mics. <laughs> Anyway, so yes, episode 27, Sky High or Sky Guy. Sky High! Yeah, so this is an episode that centers around Riquel, who's named after Sonia Riquel, a French fashion designer. Okay. Who passed away a few years ago. Mm. Everyone mentioned, all the fashion people mentioned, like almost all of them are dead. Um, and yeah, Jackie, take it away. What's, what's the story here? Whoa. Who cried a river and drowned the whole world? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just picking up where Jackie left off. Yeah. Um, so it starts off with Emporio flying a helicopter. So he's already we're already in the helicopter, we're in the air, we're flying. This is the this, hel- this is the helicopter that uh was uh lent to them by uh Romeo in the previous episode. Do you like that this did the thing I joked about last week of being like, he's trapped in a well, and then next week, they're like, he's out of the well. We don't know how. <laughs> this is like, I'm like, how do they get the fucking helicopter off the ground? Yeah, that's what I want. I want to know how they figured out, like... That's not autopilot. Yeah. Did Koichi read a bunch of helicopter Koichi manuals? who? Um, not Koichi, this Emporio. A, a different two-foot boy. Uh, do you hate Emporio, too? <laughs> um, I... No... Emporio is a I would like to watch an anime just about his life because he was a baby born in a prison and he's never seen the outside world and he's just like he's been just like living in the walls of the prison with the rats and stuff why does he like baseball (laughs) because he's in Florida I don't know what does he know about baseball it's just like watching the inmates I guess play if they play yeah yeah I don't know And, and how did he learn to fly a helicopter he mentions I read a little bit of the manga chapters this was based on and he doesn't he did I don't he didn't mention reading anything about a helicopter but I think about the rods or something he's like I read about this in one of my books he's like on the second shelf yeah, first book from the left episode. oh he does yeah yeah so he has a library in burning down the house so maybe he read a uh, bunch of books about baseball wait is that his stand okay. whose stand is it with it that has the room that's him in, hidden in the prison yeah, yeah burning down the house that's ha- his can he use that stand outside of the prison that's a great question jackie and or I is wish... it just like now he now he has no stand because imagine you jump out of a helicopter useless. and then you use a stand and all you do is you just land on a sofa you know that'd be awesome yeah maybe yeah. maybe you break the piano i don't know but maybe that room goes with him anywhere he goes like maybe like now he can like op- like lift up a rock and it's a it's the door and he just like falls in to his room i would love that stand just like, like a place time you're like out in the city and you're like oh yeah. what bathroom do I use you're good oh yeah, yeah. New York City and Manhattan especially to have a bathroom just with you just need a place to hide or nap or whatever yeah although like, I'm don't... overwhelmed I just need a quiet place to sit and think for a second I don't know if that that stand has a bathroom maybe he was always like maybe he'd like shit in between the layers of the prison walls oh man you know with just really smelly walls he could probably navigate his way to a bathroom stall god it would suck if they caught you and you're like no my room is right there no one needs to know yeah, I because the thing is, if he can't use it outside of the prison, then then like Mr. President is already or Coco Jumbo. I forget which one is the stand. One's the turtle. <laughs> but like that's already a better stand because it comes with you and it's a little oh, private yeah. room. Yeah. If this was just tied to the prison, it sucks. Anyway, they're flying in the helicopter. Right. So he he's the pilot. He knows how to fly it for some reason. Um Jolene seems to sense where Poochie is because she says something about like, oh, she senses that he's in Orlando. She senses three or four locations of yeah. something. You, so you don't get what this was? Uh, Maybe I didn't. Maybe I'd, I don't know. Well, they kind of pay it off later because she mentions it. But basically, it's the birthmark. It's the bloodline. Yeah. That but she can feeling. sense. She can sense. Yeah. The birthmark people? Yeah, because she thinks that she's getting multiple readings from Pucci, but she's also picking up Ungaro, Rikiel, and the other person. Okay. Can she also sense where her dad is then all the time? I guess so. Can she also sense where uh, Josuke is? And Giorno? Maybe that's too far. Oh, fun thing though. 
Uh, they didn't mention this on the JoJo wiki, but from reading the manga, at the end of one of the chapters this was based on, there's a little blurb that says, like, prisoner privilege card, and it's info about Rikiel. But Araki wrote a thing where it's like, hmm, Jorno is one of the sons of Dio. Yes. Like, how come he wasn't drawn in to the priest as well? And then he wrote, like, it's a mystery. Maybe he's <laughs> already in Florida somewhere, oh, is boy. what he wrote. Okay. So yeah, maybe it's like he Who forgot knows? about his last protagonist <laughs> or something. I Does don't he know. not show up? Because I want I want Jorno to just show up. He I, can, show I, can, up? I can't tell you. Okay, God damn. I can't it. tell you either way, Jackie. I don't think you'd want me to. Okay. Um, I would though. I'll, I guess at the end we have to remember to talk about it at the end. Then when we see all the episodes, are we? Are all the episodes out? Oh yeah, they are. They okay, came so out December first. I know, I know, but like there's the finale now. There's no like oh now and now we're gonna get the next twelve episodes. No, no, no. In this is the last February. last volley okay. of eps. Um. Yeah, so they're they're flying, and uh, some shit starts. Yeah, happening. so she senses she senses the that they're around, and then um, Emporio's eyelids feel his eyes feel weird, and his eyelids close, and everybody's eyelids close for some reason. Um, Jolene and Aramis are able to pry their eyelids open, and their eyes only are, Jolene. Well, Aramis does it later. Oh, okay. But in the helicopter, it's just Jolene because she asks Hermes, how fast are we going? And her eyes are bleeding. Yeah. Um, but then but then yeah. Hermes does it. Um, and, and Jolene creates a web of like her strings, her, her, her threads to try to detect if there's a stand in the air. And she's like, well, I don't detect anything. Which means her stand, her stand has a lot of utility, but it's annoying because Kakyo in stand... I, I don't know if it really worked against Dio, but he at one point does the same thing and is mm-hmm. like, I can tell where you're going to move and I'm going to shoot a bunch of emeralds at you. And then he turns into a donut. Anyway. Um, and so then they jump out of the helicopter. They're like, all right, must be something, a stand in the sky with us up here. Let's jump out, out of the helicopter. So they jump out of the helicopter. And plus they can't fly it anyway if the, if uh, Emporio's eyes are closed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's his first time driving a helicopter in the first place. Um, so they all jump out of the helicopter and there's like missiles flying towards them from the sky. And they look like dildos. Okay. Yes. I didn't <laughs> catch that. They look like missiles to me. <laughs> Which I guess missiles do look like dildos. But if when these first showed up, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, wow, flying dildos. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Aramis like punches one of them in the air. Yeah. Um, they... I think Jolene, Jolene tries to break their fall with her threads or something. She, she grabs on the missiles with her. She does something with her threads at this point. But anyway, they fall into like a, a, a stream of water. Yeah, well, the only thing she does, she uses her threads to to tow, to hang on to the helicopter a little bit to slow their fall, okay. which doesn't quite make any sense because I would assume the helicopter was in free fall at this point. Yeah. So therefore, it, it, I don't think this would help you, but whatever. If it's falling slower. Or if you, I guess maybe you like, if you have like a, like a, it's like a real, like a zip line system and you pull yourself towards it away from the ground, maybe. I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, I wrote down the missiles are living organisms. Um, so I guess we find that out at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a guy comes out and he's dressed uh, kind of like a cow. He's um, like a cow. Like a fashionable cow. Um, <laughs> kind of like, uh, you know, jo- uh, Doja Cat's uh, song, uh, Moo, I'm a Cow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> let me let me just look up what that, uh, what she looks like in that. I meant to do that before, to look up what she looks like in that video, because it's basically like the I have same to look this up too. outfit. Doja Cat, I'm a Cow. Bitch, I'm a Cow. Yeah, it's the same. It's kind of the same outfit. There's no way it a has... A lot of um, Clyde Frazier, who's the color commentary for the Knicks, a lot of his suits are a cow pattern, too. That's so weird. No wonder they yeah. lose. <laughs> he's a, yeah. he's the... He, he has two championships as a Nick. Well, he wasn't wearing the suit when he was Clyde playing. Frazier. I'm s- yes, he was. Oh, my God. That's weird. Yeah, the thing is, she looks good in that, in part, because her... She has no collar on that, but this guy's turtleneck goes up to, I want to say the top of the back of his head. Because the thing with Rikiel, he looks dumb as hell. He looks stupid with this big foreskin looking ass turtleneck. 
Mm-hmm. And but his face, he actually looks handsome enough to be one of Dio's sons, mm-hmm. as opposed to Ungaro, who looks like the runt of the litter or something. <laughs> um, Dio never wears a condom. He is just like get that ridiculous thing out of here. Yeah, he's like, oh, it uh, it broke. Oh, I'm allergic. Yep, to that one too. All of them. Uh, yeah, it's he's um, like. Uh, since he's a vampire, he's like dead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Some part not all dead. Though, you should be you know dead and have children and like make babies, but okay. Well, I think he like took a living body, and so I don't fucking know, man. Okay. Who right. knows? Um, yeah, that's true. He's like kind of a weird Frankenstein. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. He also doesn't believe in consent, right? I, you know, he they just mind controls everyone. They never quite depict that, but I don't know. I don't think he puts like flesh bloods. I think he's just a good looking guy with personality, so he could just He's really he good called looking. Them flesh bloods. Did like, I really say no? Oh, let's no. be honest. Yeah. I think he I think some of it is just natural charisma. But who knows? So then we get a Ricky old flashback. Unless were you gonna talk about something? I was gonna say he's a good looking guy, but his ridiculous turtleneck and some of the cuts in that outfit are kind of stupid. Yeah. I don't know how you even put this thing on. Do you go through the center hole? You can't. There's no way you have to squeeze your legs through the little turtleneck. You probably have to like button that turtleneck part. I, I didn't see any buttons. Araki has no maybe problem the, drawing buttons. Uh, maybe they're in the back. Little, <laughs> it's little, just Velcro straps. They're just the like yeah, maybe it's Velcro <laughs> or there's like clasps <laughs> somewhere. It's so embarrassing when you're in a stand fight and then you just hear and your whole ass is hanging out because <laughs> someone ripped the Velcro. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> like, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I gotta fix it. Uh, and I saw that somewhat on the JoJo wiki, they described him as having dreadlocks. I don't quite buy that. I don't know if they look like dreads to me. He does also have weird little buttons up near his temples. I don't know what that's for, but they're there. Anyway, handsome dude, stupid clothes. His flashback Jackie is him uh, being real incapable. Uh, his flashback is him talking to Poochie and he talks about how his eyes are closing out of the blue. And Poochie pulls a disc out of him. He's ta- and Poochie's talking to him about how he's Dio's son and stuff. And uh, Poochie's like, have you heard of rods slash rods, also known as skyfish? Um, they move too fast for the naked eye, but they show up in footage. Um, and there's, there's a habitat of them in Florida. And, oh, it turns out... He, Rikiel can control them and Poochie knows this somehow and also looked at his stand disc. So his stand is that he can control the this creature, these the the, the horde of So it seems like Skyfish. He for some reason has always been bothered by Skyfish. They are attracted to him, I guess. Mm. And that's what caused him all this stuff. Oh, and that's why his eyes close. Yes. Okay, that makes uh, sense. Which is so funny because like the, the last brother was a drug addict and then this guy just seems to have anxiety. It's yeah. like the most ordinary dudes are becoming Jojo villains. I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it seems that it's... And these ordinary dudes are like, like Dio's son has anxiety? <laughs> it's weird, right? Yeah. But that's the thing is it's, he's really using Jonathan's body and Jonathan is just like, I hate my brother. And he's yeah. just eating chocolate in bed. But Very that, relatable. But everybody else is related to Jonathan, too, in this, right? But uh, jo- Joseph, Joseph is, is the his only... grandson. Uh, Isn't he? Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. Maybe the women they picked were stronger? I don't know. Okay. Who knows? That's it's really not how this works. Um, and it does feel like Pucci should have given these guys a little more time with their stands. I guess he didn't really have time, but so far, not measuring up. Um, so he seems to have panic attacks, but he might not actually have panic attacks. Also, yeah. And Pucci loses a tooth in this flashback, by the way. Yeah, I think they're implying, which makes sense, because he shouldn't have a stand that can only affect a cryptid. And we do see in the fight here, he really just seems like he didn't have time to understand his stand. He deflects rocks, Mm -hmm. and then Hermes curves them back using Kiss. But it seems like he could be a lot scarier. He can just move little objects. Yeah, that's true. So, but he just is mostly making use of this cryptid that pursues him. Yeah. And the closer he is, the more, like, powerful his attacks. Um, We learn that his range is less than two meters. 
Um, so he has to be close. Um, and then we find out, oh, he parked his bike in the mud and he's sad about that because it was hard to get his Why bike Why did he out. do that? I felt bad for him. Yeah, he's just like, so far, just in Florida is a bunch of fail sons of Dio. <laughs> you know, like, just the one guy has the stand. Like, that like just, Dio, Dio came down and was like, I'm going to Disneyland. And he just like fucked a bunch of women and left. On the way there. Just, yeah. <laughs> and he Disney just, World, I guess, not land. Yeah, Disney World. He's got the one son who like... His stand just makes everything horrible and has a, a glaring weak spot in Bohemian Rhapsody. This guy is just sort of a goof who just can't really get anything going. And then his stand relies on an animal that doesn't really like him either. Hmm. Um, well, this is at this point is when Hermes throws her rocks and then like there's kiss on them. So she changes. So they change course after he flicks them away and they come back to him um and then the rods are suspended in air like we just see them they're they're like they're no longer like moving super fast they're just like they're suspended like um straight up and down and he starts having a panic attack but then he finds that the key to his bike is in his bike and he's able to move it yeah he's able to turn it on and i guess like the our joe bros start to realize that they're being affected by the stand right Right, right, right. Because he kind of out loud tells them what's happening <laughs> when he sees yeah, them. which he really shouldn't. He's like, moo, I'm a cow. And then he's like, also, I control these rods. <laughs> and then, and uh, not Koichi, um, Emporio. <laughs> Emporio Koichi is like, uh, oh, I, I read about this in my books, in my prison books. Yeah. And then Rikiel is like, anyone have Xanax? I love Xanax at home. <laughs> Um, then I don't remember who starts, I don't know. There's like a monologue probably. Um, well, first you get the thing from Emporio about, yeah, the books and yeah. his, the Jotaro's disc protected one of his kidneys. Oh yeah. Everyone's bleeding. And he's like, there's blood in my piss. And yeah. why did he piss? How did he know, not know that like his leg was, I guess, you know, when you pee. Why did he piss though? Wait, who pisses? Emporio. Emporio. He goes, there's blood yeah. in my urine and there's all this blood. And it's like, was he just watching <laughs> this? And he's like, all right, the ladies are going to fight this guy. I'm going to take a piss out here. <laughs> you know, he just pissed yeah. himself because he was scared. He's not that little, is he? I don't remember how old he is, but I don't think he's... He's very little. Nobody potty trained him because he was born in prison. That's ah. true. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's so weird to think about like... If you adopted like one of those like girls that like grew up raised by wolves in the forest and then she just keeps pissing on like your baseboard in your house and you're like, we have a toilet. You can't just go anywhere. Anyway. Um, so I don't remember who says even monkeys can become astronauts, but someone says it. Rikiel. Rikiel's obsessed Rikiel. with astronauts. Like everyone else is like, dude, no one brought up astronauts. And he's like, we're near Cape Canaveral. He doesn't say that, but. He keeps bringing up Apollo 11 and man stepping on Mars or man stepping on the moon. <laughs> man never uh. stepped on Mars, I'm aware. <laughs> but it's weird. He's like, it's the scientists that he's like, the scientists are the ones who got us to the moon. Anyone can be an astronaut, even a monkey. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I think astronauts are scientists. And it, think they got to know their stuff. They've got to have the right stuff. My brain uh. was like, monkeys are scientists. I, um, well, I guess I guess not those those astronauts. But yeah. is he trying to say that it's the thought, or is he saying that if you're the type of astronaut who doesn't go to the moon, you just like go up in orbit, then you can be an animal because we've launched dogs and monkeys up in space. Yeah. So I think that's what he's saying. Is he saying people that stepped on the moon are how's like, that how's that relevant though? Highly evolved. He is sort of he's sort of guiding the fact that he was like a kind of what he saw himself to be like a useless guy who was always coming down with different maladies because of these cryptids or maybe his anxiety and now he's like because he even like loses control at one point and then imagines Poochie being like think of your lineage think of your bloodline mm -hmm. and then he kind of gets it back together so I guess he's being like I've changed I'm evolved just like mankind evolved and they were able to step on a different celestial body I can't call it a planet I, our lawyers have told me I cannot call the moon a planet so it's like kind of a loose connection. I think Araki is just really into Cape Canaveral at this point. <laughs> but yeah, he keeps at one point he says, I am Apollo 11. Yeah. He says, my yes. heart, my heart burns or my heart soars higher than Apollo 11 or something. 
again, if you can't even drive a car, it's quite the opponent to pick like the first spacecraft to go to the moon. I don't know. Um, anyway, Emporio tells us that he read somewhere that damaged a damaged body part is colder than the rest of the body. And they somehow get to, I don't really understand this part, that something about the sky fish are what targeting yeah your spine they set it up in the helicopter where they're like i don't know how they get to this but someone's like think of their sustenance like what is their food source basically mm-hmm. which is weird yeah someone says their secret lies in their sustenance which is i don't know that's dumb don't you just think they're stands or no because yeah 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 aramis grabs it and says what is this it's organic so i guess somehow they feed off body heat and Rikiel is then like, I'm going to take all the body heat away from one of your spinal, more part of your spine, because then that'll just like shut down your body. The brain stem. Yeah. Does that make sense, Jackie? Uh, sure. <laughs> I, I don't get it, though. It feels to me like when Emporio talked about it, I kind of thought, wait, aren't you saying a dead or disabled body part turns cold? It's not the other way uh, around, right? Like, uh, Yeah, that's what he says. He says that it's colder than the rest of you. That doesn't mean that making something cold is necessarily going to disable it. That's confusing cause and effect. Mm. You know? Otherwise, we should see this thing. If this thing is so cold that it's doing this, like his his eyelids should be just frozen. His like his tears should be frozen. Rikiel and stuff. There's like no... I don't know. They, they don't even touch you. I don't know how they get the body heat out. How yeah. does this work? They eat it. <laughs> they eat the heat. So she's yeah. like, I'm going to set myself on fire. Yeah. But after Emporio tells her, go underwater, which is a smart, oh, right. get your smart head, thing to your say. Get your head underwater. Emporio's so she, smart. Yeah. She puts her head underwater. He's smart. He's just not continent. And then, I, yeah. does she set herself on fire? She sets. She basically sets her stand on fire. Uh, and has it like which wrapped would still her. hurt right it would hurt just as much. it would still hurt and it would still burn you okay and but. she seems fine about it she does seem <laughs> fine which was more believable than rikiel being fine mm-hmm. and, yeah because he's like he's he's like oh i'm mentally stronger than her uh but and- he uses an accelerant yes right yeah. i don't think jolene puts gasoline on herself right which in some ways would be a, she wouldn't be able to get the fire going in reality. But if she was, she'd be getting hurt even faster than this guy, I think. Mm. Mm. Then again, I don't know. Maybe the fire wouldn't burn as hot. Whatever. Yeah, he dumps the gas out of his bike and then sets himself on fire and manages to... Oh, wait. Actually, before he sets himself on fire, he something happened um, and his... his uh, he, like, falls or something. And, like, maybe she hits him and he falls. And his... um shirt rips a little bit and you can see that he has the star on mm. his shoulder so that's when they see oh he has the star birthmark um, and then he lights himself on fire so that he can the logic here doesn't make sense He he's like she, she set herself on fire so that he wouldn't be able to target her Right. so he sets himself on fire so that he knows where he should target her yeah why did he do that I think the idea is that he, he uses his own body heat like he knows what body heat feels like because of his own mm-hmm. so by setting himself on fire then all of his body is like 98 degrees plus fire mm-hmm. and that then he's able to detect where the slight spike is in jolene's neck that is on fire but also has the heat of spinal column Mm-hmm. I don't know. This again feels like I didn't do the assignment, but I have to give a presentation. Uh, so he finds out that her mouth is the weakness, um, which my phone autocorrect autocorrected to the weekends. So it says my your mouth is the weekends. Anyway, okay. Um, to something about targeting the thalamus because from the mouth you can get to the thalamus. I guess and he says something about science, and he says that he's Apollo Eleven. Um. Oh, yeah, and then she goes to attack him, right? And this is where him. she can't hit him. She's like hallucinating and like her senses are all off. And Hermes is like, he's behind you. And then Rikiel does the weirdest 
body movements I've seen. I think he's doing stop, drop, and roll. Oh, yeah. Yes, he's doing stop, drop, and roll. It's a very silly set of movements. And he's like, oh, you couldn't see me, could you? And he just looks really dumb rolling on the ground while trying to maintain, like, intense <laughs> eye contact. That's It's good stuff. I liked it. Um, she, she aura auras him a bunch. I don't remember exactly what happened. I think he attacks her, but whatever it was, there, there's an important thing about her, his hand being on her neck and keeping it safe, basically. Yeah, so that the, the skyfish can't eat the heat from her neck because his hand is in the way. Yes. Yeah, so he had his hand on her neck and he kept it there and it just so happened to luckily um, save her, but he didn't do it on purpose. Um, and neither did yes, she. Much is made of that. Neither did she, yeah. right? Because he's like, did, was that by accident or on purpose? And it's like, I don't know. We would have seen Stone Free like holding your hand there if it was on purpose. Because mm-hmm. at some point he also severs a nerve so that he can't feel pain, mm. which would have made sense if he did that before lighting himself on fire, by the way. Yeah. Um, But it, it even if you can't feel pain, it, it is... I guess it would make sense that you could keep your hand on someone's neck if you're if you're not going to feel pain and try to protect yourself. Because mm-hmm. that was the thing is she's ora oraing and him, and he's still swearing that he's going to attack, which I did think was cool. Because usually when ora ora is happening, the other person's just done. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was cool that he can't feel anything, so he's still like able to talk about his attack. It doesn't work, but that's because his own dumb hand was in the way. Yeah. Rickyell talks a lot about stuff. He's like the priest. He keeps calling Pucci the priest. The priest needs uh, the person with the strongest fate. And and they keep talking about how much fate, how she has a strong fate. She's a good I, luck charm. She's Yeah, she's very lucky. And This did not come into play in Dragon's Dream because it was FF fighting. It should have been Jolene. <laughs> hmm And uh, Dio will draw in the sons of Dio. And, or Pucci, I guess, will draw in the sons of Dio. Um, and Weather Report... And he starts talking about weather report has some strong fate too. I think that like for them, fate is like luck kind of like things just kind of align for you in a good way. Cause, cause fate could be good, bad or neutral the way I understand what fate is. You know, it's just yeah. that like these, this thing was destined to happen. It was predetermined. Like that it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing, you know, but like they're, it's like they, they see signs of strong, fate around someone when it's a lot of good lucky things happen like kind of improbable positive things happen it seems like yeah we tend to see fate i don't know i see it as sort of like a negative thing even oh really yeah like i feel like positive fate is destiny you know that to me feels like a positive word Mm. but then fate is more like eh that's what you get that's what i don't think so i think it's like i think of fate i think of like oh they're they're yeah, I guess destined because I also think of the word destined like they're destined to be together. But I think it's like, oh, it's it's fate. They're they're fate. They, they were supposed to meet again. You know, Up their crosses, their crosses were supposed, their paths were supposed to cross. Not their cross were supposed to path. That doesn't make sense. No, their cross <laughs> made little paths for them. <laughs> um, yeah, the fate stuff with JoJo, I'm always like, what are we doing, man? I don't know. Just tell me that they're smart and powers are new and cool. Tell me about the new and cool powers. But anyway, he's like, well, Weather Report has some strong fate, too, and that's why Poochie removed his memory. So now we learn, oh, Weather Report lost his memory. And we then, knew that. We knew that already. Well, we knew that he lost his memory, but we didn't know that Poochie was when he removed it, right? Yeah, which makes sense, because he can do memory discs. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and then we also learned that the birthmarks appeared on all these people. I thought you were born with the birth. That's what a birthmark is. You're born with a birthmark. It's not a birthmark. If not it, these. These are just regular marks. <laughs> if it just appears on your back, it's, yeah. It's just a regular mark. Well, they should get them looked at. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's true. They should go to a dermatologist to check for skin cancer. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> think about this. I'll have to go back and look because, yeah, is it something where... He definitely says that the birthmark appeared recently for yeah. them. I don't know because, yeah, Giorno, I think, had it from birth. It's not like, because, you know, you could make some kind of argument about, like, were you born of a living Joestar or of a Dio Jonathan body Joestar? Because I guess it could be if you're born before he was defeated in the early 90s, 
maybe that's the difference. I don't know. Okay, here's when you should check out a mark on your skin. A, it's asymmetrical. B, it has irregular borders. It changes. C, multiple colors. D, diameter larger than six millimeters. E, evolving or changing. Exactly. I think it's. Mo- I think most of this is covered, right? What was the first one? What was A? Asymmetrical. Oh, I think it's symmetrical. So this is perfectly symmetrical. It's symmetrical, but it does have irregular <laughs> borders because it's shaped like a star. Yeah, and it could be different colors because some of the outlines I don't always think yeah. are. By it's, the way, it, and it's definitely bigger than what is it? Six centimeters or whatever. Six millimeters. <laughs> millimeters. By the way, um, thinking about Dio and his his sons, it reminded me of a, a particular clickhole article. Does anyone remember a clickhole article from like ten years ago? No, I'm thinking of the one called "Which one of my garbage sons are you?" And <laughs> I think there needs to be a JoJo version. It opens with "I've got some shit boys. My huge beautiful wife gave me children who think and speak like the toilet." <laughs> and there's a question it of, made me think of the Derek comedy sketch that was like condoms feel weird, weird. yeah that's a it's called daughters I believe that sketch is it's an excellent sketch uh, and one of the ways you can tell which one of this guy's garbage sons are you is if you open the trunk of your nice dad's wonderful sob and shouted the word fuck into it so many times that the resale value of the car went down by half <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to see a JoJo version of this. I don't know if I could spoof every single aspect of it, but it'd be great to have like instead of a stock photo of four boys to just put together these three Floridian sons and maybe Giorno. Anyway, uh, but we also learn big information here. Weather Report is Poochie's brother. That's right. Whoa! But Weather Report Whoa. also has a star birthmark. So what does that mean? I think the implication did we see his birthmark before yes poochie merged with green baby uh i don't know what that has to do with anything i believe that's when poochie gets the birthmark because he, the green no not poochie poochie doesn't have a birthmark i thought he does weather he report. gets it after he gets the green baby yeah oh yeah. he does okay but weather report also has a birthmark yes yes but we don't yeah we don't find out we just found that out Okay. Like a couple eps ago. Well, what I'm saying is, doesn't it mean if you have the birthmark, doesn't it mean that you are a descendant of Dio? No, not for yeah. Poochie and I guess his direct family particularly. It's because he merged with the green baby, who is to some degree from Dio's flesh. That doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? He's part Dio now. Poochie is, but not Weather Report. They're related. Jackie, this-, this Yeah, they're the brothers. Same, but this is the same series where if- if so-and-so gets a stand in your family, right? Isn't that something where Josuke was sick as a baby because some stands, people got stands for the first time? And then Does that mean like Poochie's dad has a star now? You know what I mean? Yeah, because that's the link. I think so. You know, that's the... the your, your parents pass down their genes to you, but it, to, to, to you and your sibling, but it's not the same... Jeans necessarily. This isn't you have about different copies jeans. of things. This is stand stuff. It's different. Okay. Well, he didn't get a stand from a a parent like everybody else in the Joe Star line and all the right. other people. All basically all the people that have the star birthmark are re- are blood related, right? To yes. Dio or uh the Joe Stars. Well, really. I mean, Dio has the body of right. So yes. really, it's just the Joe. It's just a Joe Star birthmark that everybody gets, right? But now all of us, now we've broken the rule. It's not a Joe Star birthmark anymore. It's also somebody who merges with the Green Baby. Fine, that kind of makes sense. Right. But also, their brother gets it. That doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe that doesn't make any sense to me. You need to watch this episode again. And that's also not how birthmarks work. Well, it's not really. If I a- develop a birthmark, my sibling doesn't get. The birthmark. Uh, Jackie, I don't know. It's magic. <laughs> Maybe by the green baby. I keep just wanting to say that Poochie ate the baby. I don't think so, he did. So uh, the only way that this makes sense to me is Weather Report and Poochie are half-brothers. And Weather Report's dad is Dio and they they share a mom. Poochie and Weather Report share a mom. That's a fine theory. We don't know that that's not true yet. Right? I, well, I don't know. 
That's what I decided is true. I'm looking it up. I don't care. Okay. I'm not going to tell you. You can't, cause like, that doesn't make any sense. That his brother, like, the, what, do his fucking cousins all have the birthmark too? Is it, like, I don't know. Maybe. Why are you so mad? It's just stupid. Also, I want to know how this guy, Ricky L, knows all about Weather Report being related to Poochie and stuff. When he can't even say Poochie's name, he just calls him the priest. <laughs> I'm guessing Poochie spilled the beans. Spilled a bunch of beans. He's like, my brother. <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to find him. Well, he's trying to inspire him to fight for him and stuff. It makes sense. Anyway. And then um, Aramis punches Rikiel and is also like, fuck fate, man. We make our own destiny. Let's fuck shit up. Yeah, she's like, I don't want to hear about any of that stuff. I don't want to hear about our friend. Although, I don't know if Hermes even... I don't know how much time she spent with Weather Report. Yeah. She's then like, I don't want to hear about our friend being part of the bad guy family. And uh, meanwhile, Emporio is open to this idea of fate and stuff because he's like, well, was it a coincidence that his hand didn't move? And he's still stuck on that. Um... And then we see some people riding off in a motorcycle, I don't remember, but Araki makes a point to let us know that uh, helmets are not required because freedom. <laughs> yeah, it was. it's weird that he talks about Florida does not require you to wear helmets, even though it's safer. People value their freedom. And then do, they, do you hear them crash? Oh, no. Their motorbikes? Yeah, I think ends? you do. Because the, the, the sky fish eat their heat and make uh, them die. Oh, yeah, right. And yeah, because that's right. Because when Rikiel is down for the count, it says that he's retired or whatever. But then it says uh, the rods are still on Earth somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, they are a cryptid. Apparently, their origin is uh, some people in, I think, Mexico or maybe a different part like South America were parachuting into caves and they would take photos. But because of the motion blur insects mm-hmm. that were lit up by the flash or whatever, the blur made them look like instead of one little set of wings, mm-hmm. they kind of look like stretched, elongated rods with many different wings. Mm-hmm. And so people kind of thought like, there's these long creatures out there, but it's just it's just insects. Mm. Just blurred. But it is a real cryptid thing. You don't really hear people talk about it as much, in part because they debunked it like, who cares? Whereas like a cryptid that nobody's actually captured on photo, like Bigfoot, there's, you know... They're just like, nah, he's there. Well, you know, I don't see him. No, it's he, it's him. Um, it's just a big guy. Yeah, it's just, it's just a big dude. He's just trying to live. Let him live. There's a, they cut out a part from the manga during the fight, and it I don't know because I feel kind of bad for Rikiel, like just in general. There's a part in the manga I think they should have left in because it makes him look more like an asshole. After Jolene like kind of breaks her ankle approaching him, Hermes tries to tell Jolene something, and he. He uses the rod somehow to manipulate her jaw. And he says, like, do you you don't want to die alone, do you? You want to die with your friends. And somehow manipulating the temperature of her body, he manages to force her to say yes. Mm. So he's like, you want to die with your friends? And Hermes ends up saying yes. And he, maybe they cut it out because that's way too specific a power to have. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, maybe it's not rod based. That would make more sense if he just used his telekinesis. To just manipulate her mouth. But I don't know. I thought it made him look more like an asshole. And that would have been good to then see him lose. But they do make you feel bad because he's like, haha, she's going to approach me. And then someone's like, don't approach him. And they cut to him being like, fuck. <laughs> and that's relatable. <laughs> I like a relatable villain in JoJo's. I like a serial killer who has to pretend to be a husband and father. And office guy office worker i like villains who dress like cows yeah moo (laughs) um yeah it's like it's a pretty good episode when you don't try to explain it all miles in the your little the thing that you write for the patreon people put the music video for the moo on the cow i've got it i'm ready great yeah and then you also have to look up jigsaw sky high Apparently, there's also a band in Australia called Jigsaw. So they call this band British Jigsaw. Okay. Down under. Mm. I don't know if that's subtropical Australia where they say that or otherwise, but that's what they do down under. I'm sorry. Speaking of Australia, I read a, I read a Reddit where it was like, am I the asshole for 
uh, telling my Australian au pair not not to use their accent in front of my children. Yes. <laughs> and then the, actu- the actual post was like, yeah, now my kids say things like bricky instead of breakfast. And <laughs> why wouldn't you want that? That's so cute. I I don't like a lot of Australian slang. It does feel like a bunch of babies founded a country. Some of their slang is super weird. <laughs> Diapers are called nappy. Nappies well, down there. I think a lot of other countries use nappy. They, ca- the, they really call the women who- Sheila's flip flops are called thongs. But there's also a lot of cutesy words for things. Like they shorten. Th- they get apparently they give everyone a nickname. Like everyone has a nickname. Even if you your name doesn't like your name is Mark, you don't get a nickname. They they will just give you a nickname. Yeah, I don't think I'd like what they come up with either. <laughs> I don't know. They just do some weird stuff. Like Britain has a lot of slang that is like okay, that that makes sense. You know, they got the Cockney rhyming slang and stuff. Also, Australia, kids develop Australian accents and British accents from watching bluey and peppa pig respectively is, is that true i think the peppa pig thing is true that's funny just, but let like the, let them do whatever who cares we watch bluey all the time and just like i would love it if <laughs> like he got an australian accent also people I, can't just not do their accents we watched cabin in the woods last night and every time i looked at chris hemsworth is that his name yeah, he would yeah. talk, and I'm like, "You're Australian. You are clearly Australian. Your American accent is slipping the entire I, time." I didn't notice. Well, I did. He, his inside his head was just a man in khakis with a boomerang trying and, to jump out. Anyway, in case anyone's wondering, yeah, you're an asshole if you tell someone not to use their accent in front of your children. Yeah. Like it's a fucking like <laughs> can you, horrible. Can you thing. imagine if yeah, if you had like hey, your Spanish me, housekeepers and you're you, like, could you speak no, English just like, perfectly out of nowhere? Please? Hey Mark, could you stop using your New Jersey accent in front of my children? Well, I mean, my that, impressionable that's, children. That's ridiculous. That's like telling, you know, the sun to stop having the earth rotate around it. You know, some things are the way they are and New Jersey is the neutral accent. Do you, Miles, d- down there, is yes. there an accent there that is different from your accent? Like, do, when you talk, or people are like, where are you from? Like, do people... <laughs> no, because nobody's actually from here. It's, okay. like, very rare to hear a North Carolina accent. Okay. In my opinion, maybe I... But I don't I do not do anything, so... You need to check every few weeks. Hold up a, a pin, talk about it, and then hold up a pen, and see if you say those <laughs> words the same. The way I try to nail it down is I think of like Zach Galifianakis' stand-up special where he, in that special, he, he has like a pretend brother, yes, twin brother, and that is the North Carolina accent. Oh, right. I think right. he is from North Carolina. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, what's his So I think of it as Seth. like high and kind of fast. Yeah, I think he had, his brother is Seth, I think, right? Yeah. Yes. And he just has a mustache. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to talk about Axe body spray. And I was like, I don't think they talk like that down there. <laughs> Another great Zach Galifianakis bid. Ask, ask body spray, rather. Anyway, moving on. Uh, that's pretty much it. Unless you guys have any final thoughts about this episode. If you guys are stray worried. Thoughts? So you have stray thoughts. Are you worried about where the this anime is going? Is Jojo no, I liked this episode a lot. I just hated. I hate all eye stuff. And there was a lot of eye stuff. Oh. And I hated the way he breathed. Whoa. Oh, I didn't notice the way he breathed. He kept talking, like when he was talking to Poochie, he was like, oh, oh, oh. oh like, like him choking. I hated to listen to it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's hard to hear that. I stuff doesn't bother me that much. I recommend you don't play Dead Space 2. Um, no way. There's there's a famous mini game where you have an, just like this laser you have to navigate around your eye, and if you fuck it up, oh, oh boy. No, thank you. Also, don't watch Minority uh, Report. I, my brother tried to make me play Dead Space in our basement growing up. Yeah. And he, he had like really good speakers and he turned all the lights off and I just did not take any steps. <laughs> Too scary. Mm-hmm. They just put out a remake I hear is very scary. I'm, I'm intrigued. No, thank you. Well, maybe if you play the old one now, they'd be like, look at these old graphics. It's not real. Yeah, maybe. Also, the old one, the character doesn't talk, which I think is more isolating and blah, blah, blah. blah. Anyway, uh, that's it. Unless, Jackie, uh, did you have any last-minute stray thoughts? Okay. No. All right, that does it for us. If you want to answer our burning questions or tell us more specific, ridiculous minutia about JoJo's, you can uh, find us on Twitter. We are at JJBpod there. We also have a Discord. That's some 
fans were nice enough to start. The link to that is in the description for this episode. And yeah, you can send us an email, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Also, I haven't plugged it in a minute, but you can leave us a nice review on iTunes. You don't really have to say much, but five stars on there helps bump us up uh, and helps put a podcast that has JoJo in its name above other podcasts that seem that to don't. rank higher in the searches, even though they've talked about JoJo once. And we've done it hundreds of times. So give us uh, give us some ratings. Give us some five stars on there. This is on Apple that other podcasts rank higher? Yeah, if you look up JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast, we're like, I don't know, fifth, sixth or something. That's stupid. It's stupid. I'm going to look up next episode's title. Do you guys want to guess what song it is? I, that would be stupid, right? I was just kidding. No, there's no way I could do that. I think we have the best SEO if you look up JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast. Well, make sure you're in incognito because maybe uh, you know Google knows you. Um, incognito? What is that? I've never heard of that. You know what incognito? What, no. Wait, what, what browser do you use? Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, episode 28 is called Time for Heaven, Three Days Until the New Moon. Okay, it is not a song title. I don't think I know that song. <laughs> Time for Heaven. Uh, is what I, that's what I say when I open the incognito it's window. It's the cure, right? No, it's not. I don't think. Wait, were you serious? I was thinking of the song Just Like Heaven. Ah, okay. Anyway, that's it, everybody. Remember, uh, a lot of things can kill you in Florida, but it's not Skyfish. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah. Bye.